I'm Andrea Donsky, founder of Morphus, powered by Naturally Savvy. And today I have Kim McClure, Director of Marketing from Lily of the Desert. Kim, welcome to our show. Hi, Andrea. Thank you so much for having us. I really want to talk about aloe vera because there is a lot of science behind it. But before we get into the science, can you tell us why we should be talking about aloe vera, why we should be taking it both internally and externally? Well, aloe is actually kind of a hot topic right now because of what's going on out there. Uh, and we have had great strides <laughs> in having people learning more about aloe vera, but maybe they're just not aware of all the different ways that you can use it and how it can actually benefit your body. Um, most people know aloe vera for topical purposes. You know, you're going to be taking it or using it whenever you get sunburn or maybe a cut or scrape. Um, so that's what most people understand it, that it can be used for, but it's actually very powerful to use internally. Um, it's great for digestion, immune support, detoxification. There's so many different ways that you can use it. And so we're very happy that more and more people are being introduced to it. Well, let's talk about immune support. I love that you mentioned that. Are there studies on aloe vera and immune support? And what do those studies say? A few years ago, um, there was actually a study done on aloe vera to see what some of the beneficial properties were. And what was discovered is that aloe has these particular mechanisms in there called polysaccharides. And these polysaccharides seem to act as um, powerful drivers for the benefits. And so what we did is we took that study that showed um, several different benefits, but the biggest benefit from that was that it actually helps increase nutrient absorption. And they specifically used vitamin C in that study. And it showed a massive increase. Well, what we found was that these polysaccharides, um, there are specific ones that actually have that powerful drive, and that's the high molecular weight polysaccharides. And so when we've discovered this, we decided to utilize those high molecular polysaccharides in our own products. And when we did um, studies on those, we used a gold standard clinical studies. And what we found was that those polysaccharides actually increased nutrient absorption with vitamin C by 2000%. So that's a massive wow. increase in that nutrient absorption. And what comes from those polysaccharides is um, an amazing amount of different benefits. An immune system is definitely one of those things. Um, the other benefit that we found in regards to immune health is that it actually increased white blood cell counts by 16%. One-six? By one-six, yes. And white blood cells, as we know, are um, kind of our initial defense system in the body. Yeah. They help when we have potential invaders coming into the system and um, are able to act as our first line of defense to keep us healthy. And so um, we know that so many people are trying to find a way to help keep their immune system healthy as much as possible right now. And so by utilizing and drinking aloe vera juice each day, um, typically we suggest around two ounces a day, um, then you're able to help guard your immune system, help keep it healthy, um, and help keep those white blood cell counts up to where they need to be so that you're able to ward off anything that could be coming in. So if I'm hearing correctly, there's actually two benefits when it comes to the immune system. So one is that it helps absorb 
nutrients that you're taking that help to support the immune system, like vitamin C, but also it has its own, like you said, polysaccharides that have an effect, a positive effect on the white blood cell. So that's pretty amazing. Aloe in itself actually contains over 200 different components to it, beneficial components. You've got the vitamins, minerals, amino acids, digestive enzymes. And what's great is that it, they all work symbiotically together. They all work in an adaptogenic type fashion where it's helping to balance out that body, um, helping to eliminate any possible stressors that are coming in. So that's how you're getting that overwhelming um, benefits when it comes to digestion, immune support, detoxification, because all these different components are working together harmoniously. Um, but those polysaccharides are really what give aloe vera its true benefits. It's a very, polysaccharides are very smart molecule chains. Uh, mm -hmm. They actually work as nutrient carriers, if you will, kind of like the... Um, UPS FedEx <laughs> of, of molecules. They're, they're taking all the different nutrients that you're getting. So if you wanted to add our aloe vera juice to your smoothie that you're make, taking each day because you're having all those different nutritious components in your smoothies, it's going to help uh, take those nutrients to your cells and your body. And that way you're able to absorb those nutrients in a powerful way. You're actually able to make them more bioavailable, making them more effective, and making them work harder for your body. Hmm. Now you mentioned that we could take aloe vera internally and use it externally. What are the benefits to taking it internally? Let's just kind of, you know, you mentioned digestion, you mentioned immune support, and then also when we're taking it, when we're using it topically, what are the benefits of that? Topically, aloe vera is really known as one of nature's best moisturizers. So with our aloe vera, when you use it topically, you're actually able to penetrate at least three epidermal layers of your skin. So it's able to hydrate, it's able to soothe, it's able to smooth, it's able to basically give your skin everything that it's needing to do. And that's why um, we've been so busy <laughs> with, uh, with everything going on right now because uh, people realize that adding aloe vera to your hand sanitizer that you're making at home, whether it's DIY, it, it, it's, it's not making it as harsh. And it's, it's actually able to help keep the skin, because I know everybody has chapped hands right now uh, from all the hand washing and all the um, sanitizing and everything that we're doing. But aloe is able to help um, make it where you're not as chapped, as where you're not as um, cracked skin. And um, it just has those powerful properties as well topically. Do you have a specific aloe vera for the topical use versus internal use? Or can somebody just take your aloe vera and add it to their moisturizer? Like how would somebody use it if, for those who are watching that want to incorporate aloe right now? Yeah. Um, well, right now it seems that people are using aloe vera any way they can get it. <laughs> but typically, if you're going to use it for a topical purpose, we recommend our 99% aloe vera jelly that we have, which is our topical aloe vera jelly. Um, and it comes available in tubes. Uh, but people are also using the aloe vera juice. And that's, that's okay. It's just um, we actually uh, lower the pH of the aloe vera juices and gels. So that it works more in tune with your own stomach digestive acid, so to speak. Um, so if you're going to use the aloe vera juice or the aloe vera gel that's really meant to use, uh, be used internally, that's okay. Just try a little bit on your skin first. Make sure that it's going to be okay. But then the other element to that is um, you'd have to refrigerate it. 
because um, it, it's actually meant to be, once it's open, you have to make sure that you're maintaining refrigeration. Whereas with our topical aloe vera jelly, you don't have to worry about that. So that's nice. So it, it can go either way, but we would recommend using our 99% aloe vera jelly for um, making any at-home sanitizers. I love your, your aloe vera jelly. Actually, you know, I want to segue a little bit into anti-aging benefits of aloe vera. And there are a lot of home, now that we're home, there are a lot of devices that you can use at home to help with your skin. And some of them come with these these gels, I guess, that they, it's a cooling gel that has really bad ingredients in, in it and like parabens. So what I do is I have one of those machines and I love it. And I use your aloe vera jelly instead of what the actual machine came with. And it works great. So, and I think that's an important point to know too, that some of the gels on the market contain some ingredients like parabens that we don't really want to be putting on our body because we absorb 60% of what we put on our skin. So yours is a cleaner option and it works just as well. So I do want to give you guys a huge shout out because it is something that you can easily swap out that is safe to use. Well, and the other fact is that a lot of these um, labels, they list aloe vera as an ingredient, and maybe they potentially even list aloe vera as their first ingredient. That doesn't necessarily mean that they have a lot of aloe vera in oh, the product. Good point. And if you want to be able to actually benefit from the skin benefits of aloe vera, then you need to make sure that you're finding a company that actually has um, trusted reputation uh, that is known to actually utilize as much aloe vera in the product as possible. Um, we've been around for 50 years next year. Amazing. <laughs> so we've been doing this for quite some time. Um, and then, you know, we have our products um, certified by the ISC and whatnot. So it is important that you do the research, that you look into the labels, that you do look into the company, and that you want to make sure that you're um, actually getting uh, true aloe. And I think another point too is we look at aloe, you know, it's green, right? And, <clears throat> and a lot of the labels or a lot of products, when you look at an aloe vera product, their product is green. Let's be yeah. clear that it's neon. not, let's be clear that it's called, exactly, neon green. Let's be clear, that is food coloring. That is something that they are adding to make you think that their product has the aloe vera in it, but it's not, it's actually green food coloring. And aloe, when you open up an aloe leaf, it's clear inside. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's, it's clear inside. And um, actually, sometimes aloe vera, based on how much rain you get per season, um, and I know this because we grow the aloe ourselves, um, based on how much rainfall you get each season, sometimes the aloe can be very clear. Sometimes it can go to kind of a slight beige. Sometimes it can go to a little bit of a murky brown. But yeah, your aloe vera gel should never be neon green or neon blue or any of those things. That's, that's how you know. Mm, maybe this isn't going to be as effective as I need it to be. So it is important to look into that. Now, you, you mentioned about growing your own, which is one of the questions I wanted to ask you. So you really control that supply chain. Can you talk a little bit about growing your own aloe? What are some of the processes you have in place? And is that the aloe that you're using for your products? Yes, yes. That's the aloe that we've been using for our products. Um, we have always grown the aloe ourselves. Uh, we grow it um, south of Texas and Mexico. And um, we've been doing that since the beginning. And we grow, all of our fields are certified organic. And um, we are known for not using any third party uh, uh, partners or anything like that. We grow it ourselves, we process it ourselves, we um, handle all the processes basically from field to bottle. 
And so that helps us not only ensure quality control, but it also helps us maintain cost levels, that sort of thing. Um, but it is something that we're proud of. It is something that we take a lot of pride in, that we're able to ensure that level of quality, that we're not using potential aloe vera that's come from so who knows where. Um, we're able to make sure that every step of the way, um, there's quality product. I love that you control that supply chain, as I mentioned, and you understand where the, where the aloe is coming from. I didn't realize you were, lo- you were around for 50 years, which I think is incredible. We are a big, nat- here at Naturally Savvy Amorphous, we're big fans of Lily of the Desert. We've been working together for a long time, and we appreciate you guys. And I love the fact that you are a family-run business, and you really care about the products that you're putting out. Like you're talking about it. You're talking about good quality products. And I think that's very important for everybody who's watching and listening really understand. So understanding that when you're buying aloe vera, the company that you're buying for and making sure it's a trusted brand. Let's segue now into digestion. Why is aloe good for digestion? I know you talked about it a little bit, but what are, you know, the polysaccharides, but how should we take it? And if somebody's having, what type of digestive issues is it good for and how should we take it? For the most part, a lot of it stems back from the polysaccharides aspect because the polysaccharides help um, with the toxins in the body. It helps with the balancing of the pH in the digestive system. It helps with um, reducing waste and that sort of thing in the digestive system. So a lot of people who have any number of digestive issues, whether they're wanting to try to help with occasional heartburn or indigestion or they're having um, issues with regularity. Uh, Aloe vera has so many different uh, ways that it can be used to help balance that digestive system so that you're able to maintain regularity. I mean, that should be what any of us can ask for. But typically what we suggest is that you try to use aloe vera on a daily basis. It's totally safe to use on a daily basis. It's not anything that you have to worry about. Oh, I can only use it for two weeks or, uh, oh, I can only take it on Monday, Wednesday, Friday or anything like that. It's totally safe to use on a daily basis. And typically we said, excuse me, suggest anywhere from two ounces to eight ounces a day. And we have a multitude of different products. Um, Mainly people use our juices and our gels for digestive purposes, but we also have a fantastic um, herbal stomach formula that contains different herbs like ginger root or chamomile or things that are known to help with digestive purposes. Um, And that's something that a lot of people end up using that's really great to kind of help get that digestive um, system up to where it needs to be. And then they can kind of continue on with the aloe juices and gel. But like I said, you can mix it into smoothies if you like. You can mix it into juices. You can take it on its own. That's what I do. Um, (laughs) I'll take aloe any way I can get it. So it doesn't matter to me. Uh, But it's, it's really great way to start your day. Um, because as we know, it's, it starts early for a lot of people needing to have that digestive help. Um, but a lot of people, what we suggest is trying to maybe use the aloe vera juice like 15 to 30 minutes before meals. Uh, that seems to be the most effective way. That way the aloe is already in your digestive system. And what's great about doing it that way and um, being proactive instead of reactive is that it's able to help absorb those nutrients again mm. of the food that you're eating 
So you're getting the, that other beneficial component um, instead of waiting until you need it. It's better to be proactive and take it every day, use it on a daily basis. And then that way you're getting those other fringe benefits like we were talking about with um, lowering toxins, helping boost that immune system, helping boost antioxidant support, um, helping with um, muscle and joint activity as well. So it's just it's a, a lot of fringe benefits, but a lot of people end up taking aloe vera for digestive support, and it's really good for all these different things. So like it'd be, if somebody has heartburn, it would be good for that. If somebody has gas and bloating, it would be good for that. So anything to do with digestion, it can help. Yeah, anything that you can do to be proactive and try to um, go ahead and take it early on in the day, and um, that way you're able to say, I really haven't noticed that I'm having these potential issues. <laughs> uh, and um, like I said, being proactive is always the best way to go about it. Does aloe have a taste? I would say it has a taste. Um, it, I would describe it kind of as a bitter citrus flavor. Um, now granted, if you're using, we have our preservative-free organic juice that you can buy. That's our number one seller. And um, that actually has a nice light taste to it. Um, if you're getting more into the herbal stomach formula with all the different herbs, that's obviously going to have a different taste to it as well. But um, most, most people say it probably has a little bit of a bite, but luckily it can be mixed with anything. That's the good thing is that you can mix it with your favorite juice, um, whether it's pomegranate juice, cranberry juice, or anything like that. Add it to a smoothie to get that nutrient um, boost that you need. Um, there's really not a wrong way to use it. So it's um, good in that way. But yeah, it definitely has a bit of a bit of a taste. <laughs> you have a bottle next to you that you could show our, our viewers? This is what I was just talking about, the preservative-free okay. organic juice right here. Now, why would we want to get, let's say, the organic version versus the regular versus the, like, what are the different ones? So if people are not familiar with aloe or maybe they're using one particular type of aloe, what would, what would you encourage them or why would you encourage them to use specific ones? It goes down to preference. You know, a lot of people maybe have inclinations to use the USD organic product. Um, they like the fact that it's preservative free. Um, other people maybe aren't wanting to use quite as much on a daily basis. Like this one in particular, the preservative free organic, once you open it and refrigerate it, you need to use it in about 30 mm. to 45 days. Okay. And that's fine. Cause if you're using it on a daily basis, if you're taking at least two ounces a day on a daily basis, that should be fine. Um, some people use it on an as needed basis. And so they may lean towards the product that we consider our traditional juices and gels. And those last more like six months once open and refrigerated. Okay. So we also have two different versions of our juice. We have a whole leaf and then we have an inner filet. Whole leaf contains both the inner filet portion of the, uh, so when you snap open a leaf and you see that inner gel, yeah. and it also contains that outer rind. Yes, it's the entire leaf of the aloe vera plant. Okay. And the inner filet is just that inner gel-like portion. And we that's probably one of our most common questions is why would I use whole leaf versus inner filet? The whole leaf and the inner filet, you're not going to have a huge difference in benefits. Some people just have that level of preference that they want to um, just only use the inner filet product. They think either um, it has a different taste or it has specific benefits or that sort of thing. 
it's kind of a misnomer. Um, you, you can't go wrong with either product. Um, there is, um, or there has been in the past years concerns about um, something called alloin, A-L-O-I-N, also known as antiquinones, also known as allolatex and yellow sap. Goes by many names. Um, and what, what caused concern is that the FDA did a study and basically they were saying, you know, they used raw aloe vera plants and saying that it caused all these potential concerns. Um, well, the, the truth is raw aloe has about 15,000 parts per million of aloin content. Our aloe vera products um, actually have been certified to have less than one part per million of the aloin content. So it's perfectly safe to use on a daily basis. That was something that was important to us, that we wanted to verify that our products were safe. And that was done by um, a gross panel, general, generally recognized as safe panel. And um, that way people were okay that, hey, I can continue to use my Lily of the Desert every single day. It's right. totally fine. That right. content's really low. So it's really whatever you want to use. If you want to go organic, we've got that available. If you want specifically Interfilet, we have that available. Um, so you can't really go wrong. You're going to have these great benefits, whether it's digestion, immune support, detoxification, in any of our aloe products. And what is the issue with aloe? Like, is it what you're saying that it has it, but why is that a bad thing? Well, or a long time ago, or even today, it really, um, aloe vera was kind of known to have um, laxative effects. Mm. It was known to be that regulatory of the, um, you know, <laughs> digestive system where it, if you needed to go, that was what you used. Well, that's actually the mechanism that gave it that um, name, so to speak. Um, Aloin um, is that laxative effect. And so when you're having that constantly happening, you start to notice that it has plagues on the other parts of your body, whether it's the kidneys or whether it's the liver or whether it's um, whatever it might be, it can cause those kind of issues. So I think it was um, several, several decades ago that aloe vera companies actually realized this. And so they've been filtering the aloe out of their products for decades. Hmm. Um, and if for some reason the FDA decided to look into aloe and, um, decided to not use any aloe, commercial aloe products, um, decided just to use raw aloe. So a lot of times when people, you know, maybe say, well, I'm just taking a raw aloe plant and I'm chopping it up in the blender and oh, so we have to be careful. That way. Yeah. Don't. Uh... Well, you may notice that true laxative effect and that's what you want to be careful, you know, even if you're trying to hand fillet the actual aloe leaf, there is still that possibility of getting that thin layer of yellow sap into your aloe. So that's why it's good to try to rely on a trusted aloe vera company that's been doing this for many years. They know all the different mechanisms. They know how to make sure that the product is safe to use um, and that you're not doing any potential harm to your body. That was going to be one of the questions I asked you is when you know, for some people they're like, well, why would I need to buy an aloe vera product when I could just use what I have at home, cut it up and use the inside. So that would be one of the reasons was beca is because of the aloe. Correct. Hmm. Is there any other reason that would like that you would say, you know, obviously, you know, if you're going to do something, if you're going to use it at home, that maybe perhaps if you have a burn and you have no aloe gel on hand, you can open up the leaf and put some on your hand to soothe it. But yeah. would there be other reasons that they would say that you would say, okay, sure, use what you have at home, but just be cautious, right? Be careful of how you're using it. 
I think that's the main thing is ingesting the aloe. I think if you're using an aloe plant on your skin, I think that's, that's kind of what we grew up with. <laughs> that's kind of what we grew up with knowing is um, having that aloe plant on the windowsill and whenever somebody got a cut or a scrape um, or burned from the oven, whatever it might've been. Um, I think you're fine doing that. But I think when you're talking about trying to ingest the aloe vera, you want to be cautious okay. in that way. Mm -hmm. Is there anything that you would like to share that we didn't cover today? I think the main thing is, you know, maybe giving a little insight to us. Um, I, I kind of talked a little bit about how um, we are um, a well-established company in the aloe vera world. We're the number one selling aloe brand out there. But the fact that we do have um, the fact that we actually grow the aloe ourselves, that we process it ourselves, we take care of each step of the way. Um, and um, the fact that we do take the time and the caution of making sure that we have scientific studies to back up any health claims that we're making. That's very important to us because a lot of the times you can rely on people just making recommendations on products and you don't know if there's any fact or any proven benefit to it. Whereas we have those clinical studies that, um, you know, obviously you can look at on our website, liliathedesert.com, and um, that we actually take the time and care to make sure that the benefits that we're taking claim on have been proven. And that's important to us as well. Um, and that we're taking um, extra cautions and making sure that our products are safe to use on a daily basis. Uh, that's important to us as well. So I think that's that's the main thing that um, we've been doing this a long time and we really, really love the way that aloe can help people and the benefits of aloe and we truly believe in our product. I love that, Kim. I mean, if, who, if you're not going to believe in your product, then who is, right? And that's what exactly. makes you so special. So thank you so much for being on our show today. I'm so grateful that you joined us and shared all this information because I do think it's extremely important information. So thank you. Thank you. I'm curious, do you use or take aloe vera? And if you do, how do you use it? We'd love to hear in the comments below. If you got value out of today's video, please give us a big thumbs up and please hit that notification bell so you know every single time we have a new video out. And please share our video with everybody you know, because the more you share shows you care and the more we can help educate people on living a healthy lifestyle. Thanks for watching everyone. We'll see you next time.